0: listening to Takedowns to Breakdowns. So I know we've we've, we've reviewed these celebrity fights, these um, entertainment bouts before. But the double whammy here we had with uh, uh, Silva and Ortiz and Holyfield and uh, Belfort was quite the spectacle, I, I would say. Mm-hmm. Now let's let's start off with a simple question what were your thoughts and anticipation for both of these fights before
1: you saw them um someone's pride is going to get hurt okay okay um and also i for both and i i also had the thought like why are we doing this (laughs) why are these people doing this money uh yeah, you know, I guess that's all it's about these days. <laughs> I mean, I'm
0: pretty sure uh, I'm pretty sure President Trump was on the commentator table for the Holyfield Ortiz fight, mm. or not Ortiz, Holyfield balfour fight. Mm-hmm. Why is he there? Oh, money because they're paying him. And yeah, there you and go. And he's a rich person before he was a president, and he wants money. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. the whole thing was a fucking spectacle, right? I mean, any any of these fights are yeah, any of them. Yeah. So with that being said, we all know, but but we always know it's about the money, right? Like the majority of the stuff is about the money. That's the whole point of it, right? Like it's
1: right. It's, it's the fight game, prize fighters. I will say this, I kind of feel confident that if Holyfield were to fight Tyson, that it was rumored to happen, uh, I think Tyson would have won. Just seeing Holyfield's uh, performance. Uh, yeah, that fight. yeah. Oh yeah. you know, it just goes to show you you can't judge a book by its cover because listen, that guy has been in shape always. and with yes. Mike Tyson, you know, with his 15 to 16 year layoff, I mean, yeah, the dude got fat, and you know what? He worked he worked his ass off to get back into awesome shape. Um, but even with that journey he had to take, yeah, I mean, without it, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Way better. No, Holyfield looks amazing for his age. Uh, looks amazing. amazing for Absolutely, without a doubt. But performance-wise, just doesn't go...
0: No, not only just performance, but it's one of those fights where you watch it and it's kind of similar to when you see an MMA fight and you see somebody get zombied, you know, Mm. just full on KO'd into zombie mode and they hit the ground and then somebody else lands another shot, you know, kind of like the infamous uh, Dan Henderson, um, Michael Bisping situation where it's just... ooh. Like, yeah, I understand the ref didn't call it off fast enough and you were committed until you heard the, the whistle. But mm-hmm. ooh, that's just... It's weird, right? It's weird how that takes it... It's the same thing when we see a break, right? We can go back to just McGregor breaking his, his leg, right? Sure. Once you see that happen, it's weird how the atmosphere changes. Mm-hmm. You know? It reminds me a lot of when you, when you would play fight as a kid but then somebody would get actually hurt and be bleeding or start crying or something and how it changes the entire atmosphere. Reality kicks in. Yeah. Yeah, the whole atmosphere changes. That happened with me watching Holyfield take shots. And I was just Mm. thinking, oh, this is no longer a spectacle. Stop this. This is just... And you can see the ref was red. It was was the entire time was just I'm jumping in. I'm jumping in the second. It looks bad. The second it looks bad.
2: Okay, it's bad. It's bad. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. Like
0: it's just, even the ref knew that. It's just, ugh. It was just, cringy is too trendy of a word, but I can't think of another word. But it's that cringy moment in these situations where it's just, ugh. It's no longer yeah. just purely entertainment. It's now turned into, I'm watching this old man get yes. physically beat on. And it's nothing against being an old man. We're all going to be old. whether You know what I mean? Like We're all going to get old. We're all going to be in that position. So it's nothing against mm-hmm.
1: that. But it's just, should you be fighting somebody who's probably juiced a little bit? Uh, you know, I had the same thought. Who's yeah, younger mean, than you? Vitor had to be on something. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's infamous for it. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And you saw
0: his speed. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's just... I felt way better about the Anderson Silva and uh, 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 Tito Ortiz fight. Mm-hmm. That was. What did you think about that fight?
1: I was. I'm going to be honest. I was actually a little bit nervous, and it was more for Anderson's sake. Real? Oh, uh, because of uh, right, his chin? Just okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The ch- the chin he's developed. I mean, although people could say that about Tito as well. I feel like Anderson kind of has a. A worse reputation with that, and uh, I mean, if you just look at them physically, I mean, first off, Tito had to go down in weight, mm-hmm. so I mean, in a sense, I feel like maybe he would have had some sort of advantage, you know, maybe as far as like speed goes, um, but no, I mean, it was actually really interesting seeing Anderson Silva beat Anderson Silva and seeing. The classic spider technique and the the weave and dodge and the striking was on point. I, I mean, I was kind of... I was not confident knowing that Anderson Silva was going to not only continue uh, to pursue fighting as a career, but get into boxing out of anything. And to be honest with you, I think this was... This is starting to look like it's like the step in the right direction. Yeah, we we talked about him a little bit. Remember, we went over some yeah. video. Like he he moves. He he doesn't yeah. look that bad.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, long reach and everything. It's just he's got good head movement. And I mean, just of the way I feel about Tito, just very. Cr- he's just a very cringe guy. Uh, so I had no problem with him losing. Mm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. just one of those situations. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought it was
0: great. I thought that yeah. was a really cool fight by comparison, right? I'm not yeah. hyping this up. Um, but this makes me feel a lot like what you keep saying that your fear is for the world of MMA, which I understand this is boxing, but it makes me think a lot of the professional wrestling type. Um, mm-hmm. Storylines and drama. It's the type sure. of of build up of characters more so than careers right it's mm-hmm. it's kind of that and i think that's what we really witnessed and went through and it's entertaining it's totally entertaining but i feel like it's at a point where especially especially the holy field situation it was just i think this is going to put a giant dampener on this yeah i think that's going to put a big dampener on a lot of these a lot of these fights because Again, you hit that cringe factor of just ah oh, this shouldn't be happening. I shouldn't we shouldn't be watching this. We shouldn't be watching this person get this this old man get get beat on like this. Yeah, you know, and getting stumbled into the into the second rope. It's just I don't know. It's like it's not fun anymore. Right. right. You know? Right. Which is a crazy thing to say. It's it's just oh no, but we can watch, you know. We'll watch a Aldo versus Dillashaw fight, you know what I mean? With them in their early to mid 30s, and we're fine with them beating the fuck out of each other, right? That's fine, no problem yeah. there. I want to see that fight. I think that'd be an awesome, amazing fight to see, right? Like that's that's the thing, <laughs> that's the crazy thing here. Um, but the second you add years to the to those fighters, all of a sudden it's just no, we can't be having
1: that. We only want to watch young people hurt themselves. Well, sure, especially if you're talking, you know, 20. 20 years <laughs> oh you know? yeah 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 I, I know vitor i think vitor's gotta be in his 40s right yeah he's like in his 40s. 40s maybe he's in his 40s yeah yeah i mean but you know uh holyfield is somewhere around mike tyson's age right he's gotta be in his 50s 100 yeah, yeah i think he's i think he's late 50 i think he's 58 oh yeah almost hitting 60 then yeah he's almost at 60 yeah so there you go yeah
0: just no no, 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 no. Um, speaking of getting old and fighting and boxing and getting hurt mm-hmm. and all these things, mm-hmm. we are going to have to put a spoiler alert now for Rocky 3 as we continue yes. our movie reviews, our martial arts movie reviews. And we have reached, I will say in my opinion, my favorite Rocky movie yet. Oh, cool. Out of okay. the three. That being said, plenty of Rocky isms that bring fault to my experience watching it. But yes. as far as Rocky movies go, I would say this Rocky Three is probably the most
1: well put together so far, in my opinion. So let's let's do the rating now, and then we'll get Ooh. into the details. Out of ten, what would you rate the the third movie? A seven. Okay. And I think, what, we said like six and a half, six or six and a half for the second movie? Yeah. I'll go with seven and a half. A seven and a half. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, why
0: is that? I want to hear your input here. Well, Matt, I'll tell you why. Okay. All right. Let's go. Let's, let's hear
1: it. <laughs> um, well, okay. Let me ask you this. Do you agree when I said the last time? that uh, before we ended the last episode, I said, I'm not going to spoil anything for you in particular, Mm -hmm. um, but the third movie was going to be a very pivotal movie. It was going to be a game changer. Yes. As far as events that happen, right? Yes, like Um, like how he learns how to box. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Yes. But also just like a lot of truly memorable things, right? So like, for example, the way the movie starts, just like the first two movies, it starts with the final fight scene yes. of the second movie, right? Yeah. Um but then when the movie actually starts after that scene, what comes up? I've the Tiger song. Mm-hmm. Bam, right there. Um you know, and at this point it's been I think it's like 2 or 3 years. Since his win against Apollo Creed. Um and they show like a montage of him defending his title. There's like, I believe, ten fights. He's defended his title ten times. Um, and it's like a quick few minute montage. Um you know, he's doing well in life. He's doing extremely he has well. He
0: lives in a mansion, he's got a driver, he's got cars, he's got nice yeah. suits, yeah, he, he's got endorsement deals, he's in commercials. Oh, 100%. He's doing
1: super. He's set for life. Yeah. Um meanwhile, while this is all happening, you get introduced to the new bad guy of the movie. Uh Mr. Tiggy's character, Clubber Lang, and you notice him he's at Rocky's events. And it's almost like he's he's there to spectate. I think he's there to really like learn. You know, he's he's doing he's the Jake Paul at the UFC events. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, You know. uh, They also show him. Kind of doing his own thing as far as training goes, right? Like he's he's in his broken down apartment or wherever some like dingy basement working out. He's an in insane shape back then. Oh um, yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh Yeah, and and you're kind of getting now the vibes that we all got from Apollo Creed. Um when now that we watch Rocky Train in these like crazy mansion-like rooms, you know, and then you see someone like Clubber Lang, they cut to him, he's in the dingy basement doing his sit-ups, pull-ups. Um and he's got that hunger, mm, whereas mm-hmm. throughout the movie, you kind of see Rocky getting comfortable, right? Um, but before we even get into that, one thing I noticed was uh, Pauly. Oh, he, com- he-, he
0: shows up early in the movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, he looked like he gained a little bit of weight again. And clearly he's back to drinking, he's back to smoking, mm-hmm. and it, he has, like, this, I don't want to call it a vendetta, like, this uh, thing against Rocky, um, where no matter where he looks, he's seeing something related to Rocky, some sort of merchandise, something that Rocky's being advertised on, it it, it almost haunts him, um, and he goes into this arcade you know he's looking around he's smiling but then he turns over and he sees a rocky like i don't know if it was a pinball machine it was a pinball machine yeah yeah and he just loses his shit and he throws his whiskey bottle at it breaks it ends up in prison um and this was again one of those like (laughs) typical rocky like oh okay that was you know handled within two minutes i guess you know, Rocky then goes to the prison to pick up Pauly. He's like, Pauly, what the fuck? You know, like, <laughs> like what's going on? Like, Adrian doesn't know about this. Let's just go home. And they're in the parking lot, and Pauly, you know, he he tells Rocky how it is. I guess <laughs> he's like, you know, no no one uh ever does anything for me or something like that. Like, I set you up with my sister, and what do I get this this watch? You know, uh, and he attempts to fight Rocky, which I thought was hilarious, and he's swinging and punching, and then literally, within 10 seconds, asks for a job, they hug it out, and everything is fine. And this was literally in a span of like a minute and a half. He gets picked up from the cell, attempts to fight and beat up Rocky, and but then asks for a job, although he hated him. Uh, but top, everything was cool. On, don't forget, on top of that, uh, he was also he was also
0: screaming at, at Rocky about how Rocky never helped him. I always yes. helped you. Right. Like, you're nothing. <laughs> Who do you think you are? All this other stuff. Rocky, and Rocky is just going, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know? like he. I think at one point he says, he goes, but, but Paulie, you never asked me for anything. <laughs> and that's when Polly goes,
2: "Fine, fine, Rocky. You want me to ask? How about a job? How about your how about your boy, Polly?" And Rocky goes, "Okay. <laughs> like, Why didn't you
0: just ask? Why didn't you just ask?" And then they just talk it out or whatever. Yeah, it's great. Yeah,
1: it's just that was. <laughs> well, whatever. Hey, yeah. apparently, you know the the watch and you know the way he was living his life. You know, Rocky never did anything for him. Apparently. Um,
0: yeah, I don't, I don't understand that whole portion of like your friend found success, so therefore you must share that person's success. I don't understand that. But right. Whatever. Exactly. Whatever.
1: Um. Yeah. So, like, you know, again, in between situations, you're seeing Rocky in commercials. He's doing charity events. Mm-hmm. Uh, the what are they called? Like those telethon type of things back in the day. Um, Oh, one thing I wanted to mention, too, before I get into this whole scene of the movie. He talks better.
0: <laughs> he's very, he's much his, more articulate. Yeah.
1: Yes. He's very articulate. Not only articulate, but uh, he talk, his speed, uh, uh, his talking speed has increased as well. Um, not to mention, I think in this movie, he's in the best shape compared to the first two movies.
0: Yeah, he's pretty he's pretty cut the entire movie.
1: He didn't have abs. He had a, he had a six-pack in the first movie. He didn't have a six-pack in the second. This movie he was completely shredded.
0: Yeah, he him and Apollo were both
1: and and Clubber. Oh, yeah, we're all without a doubt
0: completely sh- like shred city.
1: Yeah. Um so Rocky was shredded his speech level has increased to level 100 which is amazing <laughs> good for Rocky um let's talk about the charity fight oh, since we were, we're kind I of knew, on this subject before I about you know make you happy. <laughs> this athlete versus this athlete in a in a ring together how about uh, Rocky versus Hulk Hogan <laughs> Hulk Hogan aka Thunderlips. yep uh, so what did you think about <laughs> that situation? Oh, I fucking loved it. <laughs> Are you kidding me?
0: There's nothing else to say, my Mikey. It was amazing. It was, it was one of my favorite scenes of the whole movie.
1: What was great was uh just seeing Hulk Hogan perform. It's like I'm literally just watching the WWE or WWF back then. You know. Oh yeah, but uh, don't forget how big. I mean, Hulk Hogan is
0: also... I think Hulk Hogan might be one of the top three largest icons. Like, um, cultural icons uh, from wrestling. Without a doubt. doubt. Hulkamania. You know, what you're going to do when Hulkamania runs wild over you. The tank top. The the pulling of the tank top. The arm. The arm pose. Like, that's all... You know, the the dude going up to the ear to, and all. Like, yeah, man, it, it's he's larger than he is physically larger than life. But yeah, also just who he is as a, as a character, not even the person, but the, as mm-hmm. a character is insane. Right. So I, yeah. I like and that's like in the. That's like Apex Wrestling, too. So that was probably a huge steal that they were able to get Hulk Hogan into the movie, right? Oh, sure. So, yeah. I mean, when I first saw him, I said, that looks a lot like Hulk Hogan. And then it did, like, the close-up. And I went, that's fucking Hulk Hogan.
1: (laughs) Yep. I can't believe they got Hulk Hogan. And Hulk Hogan is huge.
2: Huge.
1: (laughs) He's Well, yeah. Well, back then, you know, and again, this is before the the years of abuse to his spine and everything. I want to say now the guy is don't get me wrong. He's still tall, but I think right now he's at like six, two or six, three, something like that. Um, in the movie, he was six, seven. Yeah. Almost seven feet tall.
0: I think he had disc issues. Oh, yeah. From wrestling, which, of course, I'm not surprised. No, that whole scene, I thought was... uh, At first, I just thought that this is is crazy they're doing this. But to me, it was probably the most organic... Hey, I'm going to go on a limb right now. Out of the three Rocky movies, that is the most organic in-ring fight experience I've seen in all three Rocky movies. I'm glad you said that. Because it was exactly what it was set out to be. What if you had the boxer... Versus the wrestler. And that's exactly what it was. I
1: literally have it in my notes. What? The wrestler wrestles while the boxer boxes. Yes. And they literally stick to their styles. It's not like today where people are getting called out, but it's like, oh, but you have to do this style if you want to make that money. Yeah. You know, I, uh, that's what I liked. I like seeing the wrestler wrestle in the boxer box. And it was sure.
0: it was not only exactly that, but it was also, it, it went down without the pomp and circumstance of plot armor within the movie. It was just Rocky got thrown around Rocky. Had, and then it's funny because at the end of all the, the bout Rocky's like, what was your fucking problem? And he goes, that's the businessman. You got to You got to You got to put on a show. And
1: he goes, Oh, Oh okay. yeah. Can we, can we get a picture then? He goes, yeah, yeah of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you kind of sugarcoated it, so, like, for those of you who don't know, Rocky should have died after the second or third wrestling move that Thunderlips put on him. Um, when you're seeing sp- his spine literally being cracked, uh, I, I, him throw a pile... I mean, I don't... It's the onslaught that was happening <laughs> while his wife and child were in the audience uh, witnessing this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And also for this guy who was putting on an act, he was for sure on a murderous rampage. Um, <laughs> I, you know what? I guess times were different back in the seventies or eighties for entertainment. But like when you're starting to throw security guards and like <laughs> the public around <laughs> just to get to the guy you're trying to fight, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of scary. Um, but yeah, I I, I was. Kind of impressed, actually, how we saw MMA being used, how Rocky jumped onto the back of Hulk Hogan and got him in a rear naked choke. (laughs) And uh, from there, he just started dominating him with striking. And um, then he picks up Hulk Hogan and tosses (laughs) him out of the ring, Uh, thus concluding that the match ended in a draw. Um, And like you said, yeah, just afterward... They were just cool, taking pictures together, and it, it was exactly that—that that moment where he's like, "Hey, man! Like that was kind of rough." He's like, "Exactly. It's for it's for the it's the business." Um. So yeah, I,
0: one of my favorite parts of the whole movie.
1: <laughs> if not,
0: I, if not I, I, the I,
1: whole Rocky
0: series so far.
1: Yeah, I like I like the word that you used to, to, to uh, describe it though. It was. Uh, I, I agree that I I felt like it was definitely organic for sure.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, 100%. It,
1: it didn't feel... I mean, obviously
0: it was choreographed for the movie, but oh, it, sure. the way they shot it, it felt organic. The way they shot it, it was more... It felt fluid. It felt more fluid. Watching that was more fluid of a sequence than watching them box.
1: Yeah. In yeah. my opinion. Um. And for anyone who doesn't know at this point, uh, this being our third Rocky review, um, I like to write down little moments that I pay attention to where I have to pause the movie and just ask myself, what the fuck just happened? Like, why did they film this? Why was this a scene that had to be rehearsed? Um, Because literally, sometime after, like the next scene is, Rocky is then, this is what I wrote. (laughs) Rocky is then shown flexing his wealth, driving down a random path in his, home just about 15 feet in a ford model t style golf cart while having a bonding moment with his son they, and then the scene ended it was like a 10 to 12 second scene he's just talking to his kid they're just driving down this path outside of their house surrounded by beautiful columns i don't know how the golf cart got there i don't know why they drove down that path and that was it and then it cut to another scene
0: Um, And I think that's the one out of two scenes you see him interact with this kid the entire movie. (laughs) I think the second scene he has of interacting with this kid is when he first goes out to California to train. And he says, all right, I'll see you out there. Okay, you'll be okay. I'll see you out there. Yep. All right. That was the thing too. You. It's like they that was it.
1: they literally left the kid, and it wasn't just him. Like Adrian went with him. Oh yeah, fuck them kids. They left the kid with the help. Yeah, fuck them kids, I... man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, man. Hey, but before he went to California, because I got some shit to say about California. But before we even get there, uh,
0: oh, there's so much to cover, dude. We're the we're maybe 15 minutes into the movie.
1: Oh, sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot to hash over. Yeah. So there's another, like, memorable scene, which, honestly, to this day, is is still a thing in this particular location. Um, it's the scene where Rocky's being, like, honored, and um, the famous statue is unveiled, which is literally the statue you can go and see today. Yes. Um, which I think is kind of cool in a sense like the fact that the movie was that big it's it's like just a part of philly history now that's crazy you know? also what was really weird in that scene i don't know if you picked up on it the marching
0: band in the movie that was playing mm-hmm. um when the statues being o- unveiled uh they were playing the rocky theme oh yeah right but here's the thing the rocky theme is only the theme to us, the movie viewers. So the audience knows the theme. Why do the people in this universe know the theme?
1: There's some sort of
0: multi-dimensional shift. Do you understand what I mean? That's like watching Star Wars, and then in a ceremony in Star Wars, there's a band that starts playing... Da, 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 and we're just going, yep. wait, 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 wait. That's our thing. That's not your thing. That's for us. That's that's our thing. Why are you in your
1: universe pl- doing our thing? That's for us. And Matt, <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up as well, because that happens so many other times throughout the movie. But again, before we even get there. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. to uh, Keep going. So this is now, like, the third time, you know, when Rocky goes for, you know, to uh, deliver some sort of speech. Yeah. After the statue is unveiled, you know, he talks about retirement again. again.
0: Yep, yep, yep.
1: Because that's the pattern in these movies. You know, it's kind of like, you know, as soon as I get out, they pull me back in type of moments. Yep. Um, Clubber Lang shows up and he pulls, like, uh, uh you know, he's taunting. Uh, he literally comes out of nowhere, starts taunting Rocky. Um, and then as part of the taunt, I put down Clubber Lang wants that Adrian tail and Mickey is done with boxing. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. that. I mean, what he did was totally like a Conor McGregor type of taunt. I felt, you know, oh, yeah. you're going after personal things. Why don't you it's come? not just the fighter. Why don't you go to my hotel
2: room tonight? I'll show you what a good man does, what, what a man a real with strength man. Yeah. does, a brave yep. man, a courageous man,
1: what a man like that's made of. Right. And, you know, this is this the first time Rocky's dick. ever encountered something. <laughs> this club of Lang, baby. Uh, <laughs> I'll show you the uh, club. Yeah. The club. <laughs> <laughs> Look at club of dangalang. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah I mean you know just as Rocky was kind of getting ready to agree it and you know Mickey's like like fuck you like I'm done I'm done with this shit you know <laughs> and just walks away Um, can I, can I just yes yes he
0: walks away and says I'm done I'm not doing this can I just say that I don't think I, I okay I think for For Mickey and Mm. for Clubber Lang, I want to say 97% to maybe 98% of their dialogue is all the same fucking cadence, right? Yeah. So, all of Mickey's dialogue is said as, come on! (laughs) Like, all of it is that. It's... (laughs) It's never not that. It's always this gruff, half yelling level of just,
2: because that's what you do when you're a boxer. Don't you understand, kid? Yeah. You don't got what it takes. Don't you understand, kid? That you, that's what boxing is. Don't you know what boxing <laughs> is?
0: And then 97 to like 98% of Clipper Lang's cadence is always the same fast, angry, Yelling type of,
2: don't you know? Don't you know that's what I'm gonna do to you? Huh? That's what you're gonna get. That's what you're gonna get. Cause I'm gonna come over. I'm gonna fuck your wife. That's right. Because I'm Club my leg. So what are you gonna do? You're gonna come over here? That's not what you're gonna do. I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen. I'm gonna go over there and I'm gonna club your leg. Because I'm clubbing my leg. And that's what happens. And you are nothing. Don't you understand? Don't you understand? I'm gonna put a beating on you. Don't you understand?
0: Like, all, like for the entire fucking movie. If not yeah. the entire fucking three movies with, with yep. in Mickey's case. And it's yeah. just, it gets so. It, 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 it's not monotonous. It's not monotonous. It, it's not... You know when you just... You, you know like the like torture that they do to people where they... It's not designed to hurt you. It's just designed to break your will. You know? Like they'll just play the same song over for five months straight. In your cell that you're alone in it's just we're not going to touch you we're not gonna we're gonna give you food we'll do everything like you know when you have a bed we'll fucking give you a bed but the only thing you can hear for 24 hours seven days a week for six months straight is this one christina aguilera song and we will (laughs) never turn it off and you will never have a moment of silence and that's how you will break that's what this is It's that's what it feels like. It feels like I'm it it feels like this this like this tiredness that I have when I hear them and I just want to say just stop just please stop talking just please stop talking or please just say it differently you keep saying it's always the same thing please stop please stop. (laughs)
2: please and it's just and it's just i'm gonna hurt you i'm gonna put a whooping on you you don't understand boy i'm clever and tonight i'm gonna put you in a hurting world of hurt work
0: and it's just okay oh oh. (laughs) please please. just stop dude just maybe just talk can you just talk can you just talk (laughs) (laughs) Or Mickey. It's just can you get can you maybe go through into into like a steam room for just five minutes? Just or maybe drink a gallon of water a day. Let's see what happens. Because beyond
2: that it's oh, that's what you your boxing. What do you know about boxing? It's
0: just Jesus Christ,
2: what? why are you talking like that? There's nobody else around. But you don't understand what it means to be a boxer. It's just okay but uh, do you
0: understand what it's like to have a drink of water just why are you talking like this you know do you eat tobacco in the morning just do you, do you do you just take dried tobacco leaves and put it in a bowl and fill it with milk and that's your fucking cereal is that what you do like i don't understand why do you sound oh, like this man. all the time you know oh. what i mean I'm sorry. Oof. Continue. I just wanted to put that out there because that was something that I noticed this movie, Whereas it was just it was just beating me down through the movie. Continue. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry to interrupt on that tangent. Go ahead.
1: Well, no, because I mean, funny enough, you know that kind of the next scene was when Rocky, you know, goes home to find Mickey packing up, and Mickey had that cadence going, <laughs> you know, and uh, I'm, you done. Know. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. You should be done it's, too. It's yeah. over. It's over. Don't you say. Um. But then you find out that uh, Rocky was in a in a way being protected and his 10 title defenses were handpicked. It was him uh, against chumps. Right. Yeah. yeah. And they tried convincing him, you know, like, no, no, they were great fighters. They just didn't have the hunger of someone like that truly wanted to be champion type of thing, you know, and uh, that's when he's. Right there, that was like that was the main thing about Rocky throughout like a good 70 percent of the movie. He finds out that news and then he feels like he's been living a lie. He feels fake, yeah.: Yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. yeah, fake, like some sort of fraud, especially when he just had this statue, like in his honor presented to him and um, yeah so you know and then of course it's another training situation and I guess they rented out some like whoa, 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 whoa. training for what you skipped an you skipped an entire an entire sequence of this
0: movie oh did I yeah you went from him talking to Mickey to
1: him training well because eventually they agreed like okay you know like they said, how about just one last fight, right? There we this go. This will be the yeah, last one. Yeah, yeah Okay. Yeah. yeah, I apologize. Yeah. So they finally came to agreement. You know, Mickey settled down, he calmed down. And Rocky's like, come on, and, and trust and then we, you and I will like we'll join the circus or something, uh like duh, 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 you know? <laughs> uh <laughs> promise, I promise. The last one, the last one. You're right. That that was actually an important uh fact. Um So now, yes, now they uh they rent out some sort of like uh uh it's the word i'm looking for uh like a like a big hall or something inside of a hotel uh to set up for this whole training thing banquet hall banquet hall yes there we go um and of course it looks beautiful there's just this nice gorgeous quality boxing ring in there and he's got like state of the art equipment But at the same time, there's fucking like balloons. And at first, when they first showed the scene. And Polly selling
0: shit, (laughs) Polly selling
1: merch. Well, here's the thought. I thought it was legit someone's birthday party. They had like party. I thought it was party favors or party hats. I'm seeing a shit ton of balloons. And then they panned the camera over to the right. And you saw the boxing ring and all the workout stuff. And I was like, oh, this is him showing off his training, I guess. Uh, this is this is like open workouts. Yes, exactly. Um and again he had like his minstrel or something in the background playing the Rocky music. And it was like with violins and cellos and <laughs> uh, uh <laughs> And it, it's it, again, it, They it, during this scene, you see a lot of back and forth. You're seeing Rocky doing this uh, this very relaxing workout. You know, every now and then he gets interrupted. A girl requests to kiss him on the cheek or whatever. You got reporters coming up to him. He's getting his picture taken. He's sitting there. He's flexing his posing. Meanwhile, they show footage of Clubber Lang just going hard with his training. Um like he's hot like he wants to murder he's ready he's preparing for ro- like war essentially um because that's what his character is it's like this wild animal um Mickey hates it
0: Mickey hates all of it
1: yes yeah yeah he hates the the flashiness he hates that type of attention it's like it's a it's a distraction for Rocky he even says he goes, what are we doing this for let's go back to my jam Let's go back to the old gym, the
2: place where we started. Yeah. You know, the dirt, yep. the the grime, the the struggle. Let's go back there. That that's where we get the real work in rocky. Don't you know what the real work is? Did you forget?
0: And He just yelling in gruff voice. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um But yeah, and then uh it literally cuts to the the their fight. You know, it's Clubber Lane versus Rocky. And you see the commentators that you've seen in the first two films, but there's a guest commentator in this one. And it's Apollo Creed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and they're... So the, right there, you're like, oh, shit, he makes, he's, he's makes a comeback. It's not just a character that was in the first two movies. Like, let's see what where this goes now. This character's being reintroduced. Um... You know, and they show again, like Rocky in his locker room, just preparing. Uh, I I don't remember if he had a pre-fight interview. I know they were giving Clubber Lang a pre-fight interview. And the vibe that I got for his scene when that was happening was like watching a caged lion in the back of his cage just kind of pacing back and forth. While wow, there were spectators taking pictures, trying to talk to it, and they were, like, trying to get its attention. He's like, listen, just back the fuck away from me. Like, I'm not going to tell you again. Just leave me alone. I don't want this. And you, I, I kind of felt the tension, like, fuck, this is literally, like, poking a, like, a line with a stick, and you're just asking for it. Uh, and then he literally just goes up to two reporters and just, like, fucking breaks their equipment. He starts going off. Uh so you're getting this vibe now like officially like from that scene in particular, I knew this guy was a warrior. I then started getting wild like a a caged animal that has been released from that cage. um And you know it it, it cuts to the uh, Rocky and his crew getting ready to walk out in the ring in like the back hallway and Clubberling is right behind him starts talking shit then a fight ensues and uh you know mickey for being oh i don't know almost 80 years old at this point in the movie's history um decides you know he's gonna try to confront clever lang and with uh with the magical shove of clever lang you know mickey falls and his heart kind of starts to give out. He's having heart issues. Um, so, you know, they bring him to the, the back room, and Rocky's like, fuck, like, I, no, no, we got to stop this. We, You know, I, we, we got to get him to hospital. And Mickey being Mickey, he's like, oh, you're going to go out there and you're going to fight. You're going to win. And this, and this, this is, is too after, after. Don't worry
2: about me.
0: And that's after we saw the scene when Rocky tries to talk him out of retiring uh, and says, I need you to help me fight him. And
2: Mickey, I'm pretty sure, says, he's going to kill you. Don't you understand, Rocky? He's an animal. He's a savage. He's going to kill you. You got nothing. You got nothing against
0: him. And he goes, oh, but come on. We can then go to the circus. And he goes, okay, I'll I'll do it one more time. (laughs) This fucking movie yeah um, yeah yeah so he goes i'll be fine like you get out there because rocky's calling for it to be called off and what i love is paulie's there <laughs> it cuts to Polly. rocky's distraught mickey's on a table i think i think he was on no he was like crumpled on the ground adrian's <clears throat> yeah. adrian's you know shocked rocky's screaming mm. for a doctor and ambulance call an ambulance call off the fight <laughs> and he's yeah. like and he's like Paulie, what are you doing? And Paulie, Paulie, he's just like, oh. <laughs> and Rocky goes, call it off. We're done. And then Polly goes, yeah,
2: you want me to call it off? <laughs> like, you sure you want me to call it off, Rocky? He goes, yes, call it off. And that's when Mickey's like, no, no, you can't call it off. You gotta go win. You gotta go win. And Rocky's like, I can't do it without you. He goes, yes, you can. Yes, you can. You just gotta go win. Just go do the boxing thing and win.
0: Oh Jesus! Okay, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and then of course, you know, as soon as he leaves the room, like, all right, like whatever, I'll go box. Mickey's like, oh, and kills over kind of. Uh, now I'm I'm actually glad you brought up Paulie because um, I Paulie, I have to say he out of the three movies so far has given Rocky the best advice. In the ring. And it was the one split-second moment where he literally literally yells, Defense! <laughs> Yet, advice still not taken. Rocky. Uh, um, and it was at this point, the entire round, he was getting completely slaughtered, and Rocky realized uh, he doesn't have what it takes. He doesn't have it anymore. He, you know, now he's really seeing like, fuck, I... For three years, I haven't gone up to, I haven't gone up against someone that was like hungry for the title, um, and I've been too comfortable. Um, I don't know who you blame for that. If you blame Mickey, trying to keep him safe, um, uh, if Rocky, I mean, Rocky literally was told like, no, no, we hand picked the fights for you. I mean, so technically, he didn't know. This whole time. So, not only was he distressed because of that, but now throughout this fight, Mickey's having heart issues. Yeah. So, he's like, his mental game is just gone. His mental game is gone,
0: but also, if I was his trainer, I would never have told him. I would have told him after he retired. I would not right. have said, oh, yeah, you've been getting handpicked opponents, so you had a high op- high probability of winning. I wouldn't have said I that. I think, yeah, because I that think fucks the with reason
1: for mickey telling him that was maybe he thought rocky would then be like well shit then i guess i am gonna retire and instead rocky's response was well no now i have a reason to go fight yeah to prove that i can do it now i need to prove it yeah um so yeah and then in the second round he just gets completely ko'd um and goes back you know to the back room goes to see mickey and mickey at this point is uh you know, it's like watching Yoda lay down before he disappears into the, the force-like heaven. Right. Uh, you know, you saw that he asked Rocky, like, how did it go? And technically, Rocky told him the truth, but it was the way he worded it. It was like, yeah, no, no, like, the fight's done. Oh. Um, Mickey asks, you know what? To be fair, it's the way Mickey asks him questions, too. Like, well, what round did it end in? Second. By knockout. Uh, And the whole time you see eventually a tear go down Mickey's face. And I kind of took that as a situation where because Rocky was being lied to the last three years, this was one of those white lies for Mickey. Yeah. To feel like, you know what? I think Rocky knew the situation. And I think he probably thought, well, I think it's better off if Mickey kind of left this world with a more positive thought and assumed that I won. You know, I, I almost kind of thought that tear was like a tear of happiness and joy. Like, hey, we did it. Now we can retire and move on.
0: That's a, that's a fancy way to take it. I took it as he w- he had a tear because he wasn't there for Rocky. And he knew Rocky ah, lost. But I
2: like your take better.
0: <clears throat> I like your take more. Because it explains, I feel... The, this is not, it is, it is a criticism. This is not a criticism of, I couldn't act any better, but the cell of emotion by Stallone in that scene was so over the top. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying... It, I'm not saying it wasn't an emotional experience. What I'm saying, though, is that it got to a point when it got so to, over the top of selling it. I was just like, okay, come on. <laughs> like, yeah. okay. Yes, it's sad. Yes, it's emotional. And even though it is over the top, it's still emotional. It hasn't lost its impact. But it got to a point where it's just, I can tell now you're acting. Like, that mm-hmm. you're trying to get this feeling across. Which he was able to accomplish. So he, It was... I guess by that measure good acting but <clears throat> yeah it was just so over the top in my opinion
1: yeah yeah it's like uh how it's like watching someone ugly cry like you know they're sad but then you just you, you watch the way they're being sad and you're like alright well that's kind of ruining it <laughs> <laughs> you know damn that's that's how I would describe it like you felt it don't get me wrong but then you watch him go through it and you're like mm, not so sad um <laughs> Well, here's, yeah, the problem. here's the problem. They
0: didn't set up the connection to Mickey to be as impactful as it was. Keep in yeah. mind, the relationship be- that we've seen between Rocky and Mickey the entire time is Rocky trying to get Mickey to train him and Mickey saying, no, you're a piece of shit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and actually <laughs> like, quickly like, just to.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but wait, wait, one thing. And then we have it affirmed that Mickey thought about, about, so about. Rocky's boxing ability to a certain level that he handpicked fights so he would win. So, I mean, it's not this weird father-son type bond that I think they wanted to sell because yeah. this whole time you had Rocky going, but Mickey, what about my locker? And, he, and Mickey's like, you're a fucking bomb. That's what. That's why you don't have yeah. a
2: locker. Get out of my gym.
0: And yep. then the next, the only time that you see them try to connect is Mickey going, hey, I want to be in your corner for this big moment. And Rocky goes, oh, you mean you want to just ride the coattails now that the opportunity's here? I thought you wanted me out out of your gym, huh? Well, then how about you get the fuck out of my apartment? And Mickey goes, ah, fuck you. And he walks and he leaves. And Rocky's yelling and screaming into an empty stairwell. And Mickey's, like, just full-on content, just walking down the street. Just like, okay. Just. (laughs) Yeah. I asked. I tried. I'm, I'm leaving. And they're like. There's no deep emotional bond. We haven't seen some. The most struggle, quote, unquote, in trauma, quote, unquote, in hardship, quote, unquote, they've overcome together was training Rocky to face Apollo. True. Yeah. That was it. Like, yep. And
2: it wasn't even it wasn't even that crazy. Really? It was you going to chase the chicken. Like, well, why do I gotta chase the chicken? Because <laughs> that's how we did it in the old days. Don't you understand, Rocky? Don't you want to be a boxer? You gotta be quick on your feet. You gotta be quick on your feet that chicken. And like that's
0: that
1: was the relationship.
0: That was the yeah. relationship. Sorry. Yeah. Continue. You had
1: something big to say. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. just to kind of like sum up, especially with the whole teardrop thing, right? Because I, I I immediately thought of a moment you actually brought up when Mickey went to go visit Rocky, and there was a point where, you know. Rocky had locked himself in the bathroom and Mickey gets emotional. He's like, listen, like, Rocky, I'm, I'm 76 years old. Like, you know, I don't got that much time. You know, I want to experience, you know, uh, something along the lines of him saying, like, I want to experience, like, training someone who could get up there and win it big. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I feel like, again, the whole teardrop thing was like, damn, like, maybe that was the moment you know it wasn't the 10 title defenses it was like holy shit he actually although rocky lost mickey didn't realize it he i think again mickey probably thought like oh damn he proved me wrong he can do it
0: yes and that's why i like your i like your take on that i like your take a lot and i'm gonna take your your take on that as
1: as how i'm gonna
0: view that scene because that's such a good take um yeah
1: so yeah, uh, so yeah, and yeah, then yeah. of course the moment happens. Obviously, Mickey passes away. And uh, fun fact, I didn't know Mickey was Jewish. Uh, moving right along, um, it was very cute watching uh, Rocky Balboa uh, recite a prayer in Hebrew because uh, that that paired well. Um, nothing against Jewish people. Just a fun fact, didn't know he was Jewish because he showed no signs of it. Uh, was it mentioned ever? <laughs> it wasn't. It was never mentioned. You know, it's not like there. They're, they. The gym was closed for like Passover or anything. Like, no, nope, it was just a thing they had to throw in. Um, <laughs> I don't know if the actor himself was Jewish in real life, but whatever. That's besides the point, right? Um. So yeah, Mickey dies. Now Rocky's just mentally destroyed. Um, mm-hmm. And I bring up again this kind of little tidbit uh so it shows rocky riding a motorcycle at night uh possibly you know illegally because we still don't know if he's obtained a license yet (laughs) um and he drives it on government property while realizing how worthless he is looking at his statue on which is on top of the stairs isn't it that's what i'm saying i thought he was about to drive down the stairs yeah he
0: (laughs) and i was just thinking Please don't buck there's, that thing forward. Yeah,
1: there's so much wrong with that scene because again, <laughs> it's unknown whether or not he's able to drive legally. puts just drives this motorcycle at night on government property and an area where you shouldn't be bringing any vehicles. Um, to pretty much except the fact that you know he he feels like he's worthless and whatnot. Um, you know, and then Rocky goes to he feels like a Mickey's. fraud. Yeah. 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 And, you know, in, in the midst of his morning, you know, he goes to Mickey's gym, the old gym, and, you know, he's kind of sitting there pondering or he just shows up rather. And I think he approaches like a a, a bag, um, like a punching bag, and then you hear Apollo's voice. And this was the thing that was like, why is Apollo here? Because don't forget, Apollo was commentating the fight. He watched what happened, and another uh, another reason why Apollo was there is before that fight happened between Rocky and Clubber Lang, you know, Apollo went in there to just kind of like wish both fighters good luck, so he, he approaches Clubber Lang first, and Clubber Lang was talking shit to Apollo, Yeah. and Apollo, you know, very respectfully was, you know, he just kind of backed away, but then he goes up to Rocky, he's like... You better beat this motherfucker, pretty much. Yeah. Um. So this is where you find out that uh, Apollo's going to offer his services to Rocky. He's like, hey, not only can I promote the shit out of this fight, but you now need a trainer. Mm-hmm. You need to get back to being hungry. And this was kind of an annoying part, and obviously this was too hype up the song too I guess but he kept mentioning Eye of the Tiger man you gotta have that Eye of the Tiger uh, he literally says it like 10 times in the movie I, I lost <laughs> count after so much um, and uh, so now this gets to the point where they're taking the trip to LA Yes, it's that scene out. where they abandon the kid the second scene and, that we see of the child <laughs> yeah, this, scene number two yeah uh, <laughs> and uh I gotta say, uh, holy shit, um, LA looks either just as terrible or worse than Philly. Uh, <laughs> and I think it's funny. How, <laughs> I think it's funny how even Paulie makes remarks like, man, look at this dump. Like, are you serious, bro? Like, what is this fucking I was, place? I was literally making comments about how the It was either the first or second movie. I literally compared it to the favelas in Brazil,
0: yes, the first movie, the first and movie.
1: This felt like they filmed these l a locations in the same favelas, if not like the shittier section of a favela, which if that even exists whatever
0: I mean there are there's always been bad parts of of l a and especially now, right with I mean not now had no precedent into this conversation with this movie, but homelessness has always been a thing in California because of the oh, weather. Sure. So sure. it's always been something that's out there. But Well, yeah, I'll tell no. you
1: what, man, there's a difference between the homeless in Philly and the homeless in California for sure, because you had these beautiful angelic voice singers back in Philly <laughs> singing a Rocky. And then you literally had homeless homeless in these LA scenes. Um, so, yeah, you know, and the whole point of this trip to L.A. was Apollo Creed was going to bring Rocky to his old gym.
0: Where he came he from.
1: Tr- yeah. Right. Um, they get out of the taxi, and uh, I think it's
0: Pauly or it's it's Rocky. I think it's Paulie who goes, what are we doing here? And uh, yeah. Apollo
1: goes, this is my back. This is where I came from. This is my right. neighborhood. You know, and then they enter it, and uh, you you see it's it's no... It's no surprise it's an all black gym, you know, which no one really thought of it as a discriminating thing, except they Pauly. call They called it colored. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, there wasn't any like any sort of racist comments being made, but Paulie here and there kind of. <laughs> we we knew where his mindset was. Let's just put it that way. He made comments like you know, I don't like these people. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like, well, what do you, it's like, and Rocky's like, well, maybe they don't like you. Yeah. You ever thought about that type of thing. And, uh, yeah. So on, you know, the, the training begins and, uh, Rocky just literally his 30, whatever years of training, uh, just down the shitter. He just <laughs> forgot everything watching him do or attempt to do footwork, was absolutely embarrassing. Well, um, that's
0: when Paulie says it. He goes, "You can't train him like a colored
1: fighter." Correction, he says, uh, "You cannot train him to jungle foot music," <laughs> which is a little bit more racist. But no, continue. No, he does say that. He because that's yeah. where I
0: got the colored from. Because he does okay. say, "You're trying to train him like a colored fighter. He can't fight that way." Yeah. Yeah um yes that he he did say that which was pretty fucking racist but so here's something that i i took from the scenes of training in california with apollo which i really thought was odd that they showed then to go Mm -hmm. retro one they're acknowledging the fact that rocky i think i forget who says it but they say rocky fights as a bruiser they're Mm. saying Rocky's a bruiser which means That's the style of boxing that he's doing, which is he's just a brute force type fighter, right? Okay. And Apollo's the finesse fighter, right? Like the good footwork, the slick movements. Like that was in this in the realm of the movies, this was a very weird thing to hear and see. Because what this Mm. does is this shows us Okay. Rocky is a power fighter by being a bruiser. This is how Mickey trained him. Right, they're trying to make him understand more finesse. I like to say it's called boxing fundamentals, like footwork and defense and jabs. But what do I know? So, (laughs) or or as Paulie calls it, colored fighters. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) regardless, moving forward, it almost—it's very weird because it, it it acknowledges this 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 fact. That by doing this, and by giving him the ability to have footwork and and better head movement and a jab, and to understand defense, by mm-hmm. giving Rocky these things that Mickey did not give him in his career, it's it's to me showing a Mickey maybe wasn't the best trainer. Not to insult Mickey, but Mickey maybe wasn't the complete trainer solution that Rocky needed. But B, it went to show that Rocky... And this is how I took it, at least. Rocky didn't have boxing fundamentals. Like, right. when they're jumping on the pad in the mirror, it's they're literally trying to get his weight off his heels. And they're yeah. just saying, no, 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 no. Balls of the feet. Front of the foot. Like, like, we're hopping off the balls of the feet. And he's just, like, stepping. <laughs> and that's when Mickey says that thing of, like, you can't get him to do it to this music or whatever. Like, it's just... That's the... It's like... What you mean, like, like having his balance and his weight distribution? You mean like one of the first things you fucking learn when you when you pick up a fight stance? Like, what are you talking about? Why are we reviewing this? And then they're yeah. going over like, like, uh, like jabbing right in this mm-hmm. speed bag and all these other things of just trying to 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 like show that he's learning these things. And I'm mm-hmm. going, this is the third movie of a, this is the third. Out of three boxing movies about a boxer who's a boxing champion, and here we are breaking down footwork. We're yeah, we're going, and then they're doing like they're doing like, like, uh, they're doing footwork drills in the ring, right? Like Rocky's trying to follow Apollo in the mirror, right? Apollo's Mm -hmm. moving right, like, you got to shift right, goes left, you got to shift left, and he's he's not doing it, and it's just okay. (laughs) I'm thinking. I'm so confused right now. I thought this guy was like this big 10 fight undefeated heavyweight champion boxer with bruiser, you know, KO power. But you're telling me he can't walk. You're telling me he can't jab. Granted, we know all these things because we've watched the fights in Rocky 1 and Rocky 2. So we know he can't. But regardless, in this world of Rocky, supposedly he's gotten to this stature of, of, of... pedigree without knowing mm. these things. And then Apollo goes can he swim? And and Paulie says what is it? His his, his name is Rock. <laughs> like his name is Rocky. <laughs> but, like What? What do you mean? <laughs> then then they show him like, you know, like like magic carping in the pool. Um magic carp. <laughs> and it's just and Apollo's getting so pissed. Oh, yeah. So pissed. Yeah. And I understand it's because it's all about, like you said, I have the tiger. I have the tiger. I have the tiger. But it's also just, I can imagine the anger is, I lost to this fucking bum. This guy yeah. who can't walk, who can't put his weight around, who doesn't know how to jab or have defense, who can't swim. I lost to this fucking guy. Right? Yeah. Like, anyways. This, yeah. The whole training montage with Apollo blew my fucking mind, but please continue.
1: Well, so here's the thing. And I, you know, Apollo has been very questionable throughout this movie. I, I was getting mean? certain. So <laughs> I was getting certain vibes off of him. So like, even when he had first agreed, told Rocky, like, hey, listen, I can promote you. With my connections, but you also need a trainer. But in return, I need something from you. And it's just like, all right, uh, I guess we'll discuss this later. So you don't know what that favor is. Which is really dumb of Rocky. (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. It could be anything, right? And this is my point. It could have been anything. And uh, yeah, so it's like Apollo bringing him back to his hometown, his gym, There were certain times during the training where I was like, you never see two guys today training like that. Um, What do you mean? So like the footwork scenes where Apollo's like six six inches away from Rocky and he's behind Rocky and they're both like trying to be in sync doing the footwork. (laughs) Yeah, I just I'm watching that and I'm like, you know, you just wouldn't see something like this. I get why they're doing it, I get there's a reason behind it, but my mind just went completely down a certain path, especially during the beach scenes. When you see, and I get it, styles were different back in the day, but what the crop top tanks and the short shorts and the short short combo, bro. I mean, Rocky was just wearing basic shit. I have short shorts. I wear short shorts. No, and no, I no. There's a short summer. shorts, but Rocky had a normal top on, so it was like, okay, that's clearly a '70s or '80s look. Apollo went full crop top and short shorts. Oh, Rocky did two in the- scenes. Okay, all in right. In some
0: scenes, he was he was crop top as well. He was crop top. Okay.
1: Uh- I just, I don't know. And then when they're racing, man, they had those shots. Why do I need to look at both these dudes' inner thighs as oh, they're, they're running? The, 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 the slow crotch, motion leg? The slow motion the crotch leg scene? Slash, slash inner thigh shots. Because I got to <laughs> see their muscles contract as they're taking <laughs> steps in the sands of LA. Uh, well, you so got to
0: you, you sell the Eye of the Tiger song somehow.
1: Right. Well, you know what? And, and as the montage continues, you know, you see a lot of that going on uh, slowly but surely. You know, uh, Rocky's getting quicker and quicker with the, the beach racing stuff and his footwork's on point.
0: Well, whoa, whoa whoa, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. You skipped another big, you skipped another scene. You skipped another big moment. No, nah, this is all the training montage. This you, is all happening. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't get faster. You missed a very big scene in this movie.
1: Oh, like, with, uh... Like, okay, so, like, there was the first race, right, where... He just stops I guess, running. PTSD kicks in. And you're right, I actually have that written down. Like, he's, he's showing PTSD. And it's affecting his training. And, uh... There's the Adrian scene. Uh, him and Rocky. Or her and Rocky, excuse me. And, man, like, she got balls. Like, she grew a pair... <laughs> the, in the last few movies. Um, you know, but Rocky admits, you know, because she's, like, try, basically saying, like, well, what the fuck? You know, like, you you got to get it together. Like, what's going on? We're all out here for you. Like, we're all right. here
0: doing this with you. So, like,
1: like, what is the problem still? You know, and that's well. when Rocky, you know, he's kind of going back and forth with her, but finally admits, like, I'm scared. I've never been scared my oh, entire life, but and, and the, I... And-
0: in the quick, quick, just a quick side note, and they're yelling this the entire time. I don't know why, oh, but yeah. they have to yell it at each other. Continue, even though they're right in front of each other. Continue.
2: Rocky! <laughs> <laughs> but I'm scared, I Don't you understand? I'm afraid. Okay.
0: And it's just like, bro, you're like two feet away from each other. You don't need to scream. Continue though. Continue. <laughs> uh,
1: well, whatever. So like, they're going. You know, he admits his. Cowardice towards the clubber Lang situation, you know, and um, they're they're still talking it about, and finally they kind of come to agreement. He's like, you know, like, hey, I love you, and they kiss on the beach, whatever. they get all lovey dovey and whatever was said? Just imagine that's what sparked something in him again. Eye of the to tiger, like, the eye of the tiger. I, you mean, Mikey? Yes, eye of the tiger. Yeah. Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> it John. wasn't Adrian. Someone, <laughs> he heard the track, Eye of the Tiger, and that's what sparked uh, motivation again. Um, that's when you started seeing the Yes, the, the, that was the, the big turning point.
0: It was him admitting that he was afraid.
1: Yes. Because yeah, he says, pent and the, up.
0: the specific so. thing he says is that he says, I have something to actually fear for now. Before right. it was just me getting beaten, and that's whatever I can take it. But now I have yeah. you, and I have, I have the whatever the kid is. I have a house. I have us and a family, and I have a career, and I have me, and I have things that are worth losing. Compared right. to before, I had nothing. It was just me. It was just if I lost, I lost, and that was only on me, and it didn't hurt anybody, and it didn't ta- it didn't mean anything to anybody else. But now
1: it means yeah. something. Yep. Yep. Yeah, this Um, big acknowledgement is the
0: first... What is it? Uh, Is it acknowledgement is the first step?
1: I think so. Anyways, continue. Continue. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so overall, then you see the training montage, which I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was a good montage of the the training. Definitely, again, I think at this point, anything beats the first movie where you saw... 90% 90% jogging and, like, 10% of push-ups and sit-ups or whatever he was doing. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, man, just watching that final beach scene, um, again, the, just the questionable intentions uh, that were secretly happening, um, where he finally outruns Apollo, and they celebrate by both getting in the water together, and they high-five each other and hug it out, and they're jumping around. The only thing that was missing literally was them just splashing water on each other because <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone knows at this point where I'm heading, right?
0: <laughs> so, I mean, I, I mean I think that was the vibe back then, man. I think it was just free love baby, right? Like
1: uh, I mean free love, two man. jack dudes and crop tops and I don't know, man. <laughs> free love, man. That's all it is. Yeah.
0: What's wrong what's wrong with free love? You got a problem with free love? I love your optimism. Yeah, uh, it's just fre-
1: I I mean I don't it's it's whatever, man. It's whatever. It's all good. I'm just saying I'm sure there were a bunch of dudes that were like, yeah, "Fuck yeah, the next Rocky movie." <laughs> like, "Fuck!" And then they go and <laughs> they probably left the movie theater just questioning shit. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> wait, what? what? Uh Yeah. Uh I mean, so- I mean we don't need to go down
0: a path of of um we don't. To, we don't need to go down the path of like, like the, the homoerotic themes that you're hinting at. But like, as far as the, the conversation of that, there's a weird level of. Uh, I want to say. I don't know if it's awareness or if it's, um, enlightenment. But there's a certain level of that which you find in something like bodybuilding, which is very mm. similar. Which is guys. You know spraying tanner on each other right like yeah. uh before they go out to show and they're they're commenting on each other's like glutes and their right. hamstrings and their their calves and they're looking at each other's bodies right and yeah it's all this very much of a surface level uh i think homoeroticism you can place on it but for those sure. in it that are aware of it to them it's just no i can appreciate mikey's deltoids because mikey has beautiful deltoids
1: I mean, don't say it like that, but yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I, could just, I could just
0: say it, right? Like, no, Mikey has has beautiful deltoids, and that's just, it is what it is. And I can acknowledge that I'm okay with his beautiful deltoids, and they're nicer than
1: mine. I would be willing to touch his beautiful deltoids. And because this isn't an audio <laughs> podcast, I just want everyone to understand, Matt has one arm over the chair. <laughs> he had his elbow resting on the other arm, but the hand up rubbing his fingers while saying all that that whole time so i mean uh, it's, it's 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 that's just
0: so what i'm saying is like there's the veil of that of that barrier that's above it but then below that there's the total um um different view of it which is which has no uh uh i don't know erotic part to it but um, I definitely understand the flamboyant uh, tags that are on it like the colorful crop top tanks and the short oh, sure. shorts and the slow yeah, motion yeah. scenes and the mm-hmm. hugging and splashing each other in the, in the beach as they hugged in the waves um, yeah. yeah no I can understand that I didn't take it as that but I did think um, I did think <laughs> that's not how I celebrate with my friends <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's what I mean but yeah like it has nothing to
0: do with with uh, the judgment of it because sure. I am nothing against it but it's also oh, of one of those course. things where I was thinking just
1: different times you know yeah just <laughs> <laughs> it's fine hey man it's, you know it's LA they're just they're open to just certain things man. I think it's, it's cool. I think it's also not i don't think it's i don't think it's
0: totally a west coast thing I think it's what they tried to convey in that scene was we need to show the accomplishment the two of them were able to achieve together of and course. how much they went yeah. over and how do we celebrate that and some doofus on set just said well what if they just like jumped into the ocean you know and and just like in complete refreshment of of mother nature and just celebrated with each other it's like okay cool yeah and then they shot it and then they were just like okay i don't know how else we could show this celebration so sure keep it and that's what it was
1: oh it was a it was a ton of things that was being portrayed it was not only the accomplishment it was their history together what they were able to do and the fact that even back then, which is even sad to even mention in this day and age, but you got to remember like the time period as well. You know, although segregation was kind of like not a thing anymore, it still secretly was for certain people and just seeing like an all black gym. Exactly. You know, but like, but just the idea of seeing a black guy and a white guy get together doing their thing, especially with their past history. Literally becoming the best of friends and getting through it together, and and that was also impactful. Oh yeah, yeah. That relationship that they had. Oh yeah, that was a huge. Like I, I remember. Um, I forget when
0: exactly. Remember the Titans, the football movie. Oh yeah, takes place. Yep. But a huge part of that is that it's it's a, it's a you're on a team together, right? Yep. Like, yes, the black players are with the black players. The white players are with the white players. We're all on the same fucking team. We don't have the ability to have an all black or an all all white team. So you better get used to it pretty fucking quick. Yeah. And just play football because we need wins. Yeah. And it's kind of the similar message of of I'm pretty sure. I remember the Titans was way before Rocky, but it was it was something along those lines. It it totally was because I remember there was a bus scene where they were getting off and getting like glares from the white students to all the black students. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're right. That was a I mean. We haven't seen interracial couples in commercials until what? 2 years ago? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe 4 at most, regardless. This came out what? Early 90s? Mm. So like you got to go back and realize like you're saying, that is a, a very pivotal scene to to see. That's a yeah. pretty that's a big thing, you know? That's a big deal.
1: So that's yeah. a very good point you're making. It's a very good point yeah. you're making. Um So, yeah, all is fine and dandy. You know, Rocky's ready. He's ready for this fight now. Um, And now it's fight day. Um, And during Lang's pre-fight interview in his locker room, you know, uh, he finally made the Mr. T quote. I pity the fool. (laughs) He had, at, uh, I forget what scene it is, he actually was sporting, like, the Native American earrings, like, the feathery earrings. Yeah. There might have even been, like, two scenes where he had the earrings on. Um, he had them in the first scene
0: when he uh, hit, on, hit on Adrian. Yes. <laughs> he was like, why don't yeah. you come get this dick?
1: Yeah. That, yeah. He had his earrings yeah. on then, yeah. Yeah. Um, but this was the second time where you saw the Mr. T person I mean first off the way he was portrayed in the movie was clearly Mr. T it's, it's just the way he talks everything but it was that quote it was like ah oh, there we go the Mr. T quote Woo, <laughs> awesome I waited an hour plus for, to, just to hear him say I pity the fool I pity um, the fool
2: who thinks that he can take me out when I wanted, in every white boxing match
1: yeah
0: because he has to uh, scream like that he has to yell yeah of course um actually during- that's the one sorry to interrupt. That's the one time in the whole movie he doesn't yell. There's one right. sentence. There's You're one right. sentence. It is before the fight, he's being interviewed, and they said something about Rocky, and he goes, I don't hate Rocky. I'm just gonna put a hurting on Rocky. That's it. I just wanna hurt anybody who wants to come from what I got. It's yeah. the one sentence that he does not say
2: dubber, 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 dubber,
0: dubber. like it's the one time he doesn't say it like that the one yeah. thing he says but with, without saying it like that is like in the entire movie because I remember because sure. I just went oh, he, did, he didn't yell he, he did a yell he stopped <laughs> they changed the song <laughs> it's a dip they forgot to hit repeat I'm hearing <laughs> I'm hearing a different song <laughs> and then ten seconds in, they somebody was like, "Oh shit! They're, we're giving him relief. Go back to the song again." It's just no. <laughs> <Like> so. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry for the interruption. To continue, <laughs> no, no, it's good, it's good.
1: Uh, so an- another thing that could be could be questionable, but not really, right? Because this this happens often in certain situations where someone gifts you an article of clothing right? Typically, mm. typically, it's some sort of top, whether it's a hoodie, a t-shirt, something like that. It could even be like a hat. You don't really see anything below the waist being gifted to someone, you know? Uh, it's just kind of... I don't know. I don't know if people have, like, uh, German securities or whatever, even though they've been washed 20 times. or, Regardless. Rocky is gifted Apollo's shorts, which are the Shorts that literally make Rocky, Rocky at this point. This is what I mean. This movie, you're you're finally introduced to a lot of what people know Rocky as. You know, so now he's he's sporting Apollo's, well, as he called it, Apollo's colors. It's the red, white, and blue, the American flag style boxing shorts. Yeah. Um, you know, that. Right. That alone just ties together like like we're 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 a family like i we represent i represent you you rep, you know like we're we're doing this together now um we're a team now like yes there's no apollo versus rocky
0: or Apollo. it's like we are the same camp yeah that's how i took it i took it very much as it's um yeah i i took it less of Oh, you're part of the wild aces boxing club or you're part of the tristar gym it's now it to me it was more of no we've now formed this thing like yeah this is our connection this is our like for us a hobby in gsp right it's yes. that type of no we are this connection now like this is us like we are our own thing um that's how i took it at least of just that type of bond
1: yeah um and I don't know what it is still. And again, 70s, eighty. I forgot when the, the third movie came out, but, you know, they really just have to push uh, a character's personality and identity, man. It's like Clubber Lang is already the champion. Yes. He's already the champion. Yes. Yet he still has this possessed personality <laughs> and animalistic way about him. It's like you already have the belt, you're just defending it at this point. And you you want to murder. You just want to, like... 1982, I, by the way. Okay. All right. So the 80s. Okay. 1982, um,
0: early 80s. Not even 90s. Early 80s.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what it was, man. I, I, I just didn't understand that. But he was clearly... Put, I mean, his actions, like still wanting to fight before the fight happens Yo, and just can we, the can shit we, talking. Yeah, can
0: we go over the fact that a, an athletic commission was totally fine with him assaulting an elderly man in the back <laughs> and killing him and then totally fine <laughs> with him like I think no, no, yeah, yeah. and, and the rematch um, when Apollo turns around, he attacks Apollo from behind. He attacks his opposing coach's corner in the ring before the fight started, that's the equivalent, right, of Conor McGregor doing his strut and then somebody coming over and, like, like, the opposing person, like Dustin Poirier, jumping the fucking cage and shoving Owen Roddy to the ground. That's what that is. And just everybody being like, whoa, 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 Everybody get back in positions. Come on. Yeah. we got a fight to go through. No, what the fuck? No, you don't. After that, that's done. You're done. Sorry. Continue. Continue. (laughs) Continue. No, I love it. Just no, because it it. goes back to your point, right? It goes back to your point of like, they have to hammer home the personalities. They have to turn it to a hundred because they don't know the nuance of how to, maybe they didn't know how to do it because of the acting ability. Maybe they didn't know how to do it with the screenwriting. Maybe they didn't know how to do it in production or edit or editing or just the way how to direct the shots. I don't know how they, they just couldn't convey it to that level. (laughs) So instead they were like, no, Mr. T, you're always mad. You're a caged animal. So every scene be a caged animal. Just, yep. he, and he goes, even in an interview? They go, even in an interview. And he goes, oh, oh, okay, who, who am I mad at? And you go, everything. The interview, the interviewer, the camera, all of it. Just be mad at everything. And he goes, okay, <laughs> and she
2: goes, All right, and action. <laughs> and I hate you. I pity the fool. And who do you think you are? Because I'm going to come over there and I'm going to give you a weapon. And I'm going to hurt you. And you're going to be hurt. A world of hurt. No, I, you just wait and say. Because I'm going to be hurting everybody here.
0: Just cut. Yeah. Perfect. That's exactly the attitude we need. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. T. Just <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Continue. man. Continue. Um.
1: <laughs> so yeah I mean, then eventually, after that train wreck uh the fight begins, and Rocky, you know he he's getting his hits in uh, doesn't look like he's doing really any damage, but he's he's getting the points right he's jabbing! yeah hey. yeah he's he well I mean he's pulling off yeah exactly he's 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 doing his rocky thing, and um you know eventually Culver Lane gets in there he f- finds an opening and he starts striking and um I think even back then, there must have been people complaining about hands up. Like, why Why does Rocky not have his hands up? Why are the coaches not telling him to, to use defense or something? Because now, the second time you hear great advice, it's from Apollo Creed. And uh, I think he, said, he tells Rocky, um, I, th- I thought I wrote it down, yeah, to put his hands up. And I think he even makes the motion, like, of how to do it. <laughs> And I'm 100%. Yeah. I am 100% convinced at this point that Rocky has some sort of audible issue where the, just the sound frequencies of the words hands up and defense do not, uh, like, he cannot hear those words. <laughs> I, I have a feeling it's just those combinations of letters and words together in a fighting situation. Um, they just, they're not audible whatsoever, and he continues to get hit. These are it's th- three Rocky movies now, and it's not just Rocky. It's both fighters. They just do not defend. Um, again, I don't know <laughs> if this was bad choreography or if this is some sort of cinema trick to show maybe, uh, uh, the intensity of the offensive situations rather than a defensive, um, but it it just really sucks watching every so far three Rocky movies now where your hands are below the jaw. You, you know what I thought of, and I I'm, and I, I
0: want to say it because I made sure I wanted to say it, so I made okay. sure I remembered. Again, not to insult anybody in the movie or who worked on the movies, but yep. watching Rocky Box in the rocky movies up to now which is rocky 3 it looks like somebody who doesn't know how to box it looks like me trying to box that's what it (laughs) looks like in there and probably worse than how i would box because each hook looks like he's baseball throwing a ball Mm. borderline the way he loads up and sends it And like you said, I don't know if they're trying to just emphasize the offensive bruiser KO power ability of Rocky or not, but like it's so hard. I'm not even trying to put it up against a movie where, okay, here's an example. Let's put Rocky 3 up against, I don't know, one of Jackie, Drunken Master. (laughs) Okay. Right? (laughs) Drunken Master is still ridiculous right uh-huh but at least it looks some it looks passable and it look I know it, it I know it's not realistic fighting but it looks more like actual fighting than the boxing in Rocky 3 <laughs> sure right and my if i said here's an example of boxing and i showed hmm. you Rocky Three, the fight scene between Clubber and Rocky, and I said, "Here's an example of kung fu," and I showed you Drunken Master, a fight scene from Drunken Master. You would probably gravitate towards the Drunken Master and be like, "No, those people know how to fight." Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that—that's the thing, though, right? Not to really get off subject or anything, but that's literally the difference about like just the different cinema of the world, you know? Like, literally. Any kung fu movie that was filmed, directed, whatever, in China, produced out of China, every actor, I'm pretty sure even the 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 behind-the-scenes people grew up with some sort of martial art. You know what I mean? Like It was just a thing. Every actor, every actress is some sort of acrobat or martial artist. And so no matter what situation you're seeing, they just... They're putting on a performance, and they. Everybody does martial arts. Literally right. everybody. Yeah, everybody. Some does. form yeah, yeah. of it, you know. And these guys, it's it's exactly that. It's watching someone attempting boxing, yeah. because in America, you're not. That's not instilled. It's not in. It's not in um, our culture, you know. You don't have to grow up knowing a, a, a fighting style. Correct. That's by choice. I a side note, I'm
0: excited to see how, how the boxing looks in Creed by comparison with mm. Michael B. Jordan, which is, which is modern-day s- cinematography. So yeah. I'm very excited to see how boxing is
1: portrayed now. Or how about even the, the, the final Rocky movie, which took place, what, 10 years? I don't know how old it is. What, 10 years old? Like oh, that. no. It's got to be older 15. than that.
0: It's got to be older than
1: that. I right? know it's from the 2000s. Right? 10 or 15 years, if I had to guess. And it's film like it's modern boxing. I just don't know again no, which camera No, is work. it really? Ivan Drago
0: is in Rocky IV. Um,
1: That's my favorite movie. I cannot wait for that
0: one. Rocky V is and 1990.
1: It's, and it's the sixth one Rocky Balboa. Rocky Balboa
0: came out in 2006. six.
1: Two thousand, Yeah, okay. So I was, I was right, yeah, like 15 years.
0: No, you said five at first. No, you no, said, no, I, no said you said I said ten. I said ten. Ten, 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 ten. Oh my gosh, that's absurd. That's so absurd. <laughs> that's so absurd. And I can't a, wait. I can't fucking wait.
1: And that's a roided <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Oh, it has um, to be. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, again, there's a lot of back and forth. And for whatever reason, they finally, I guess, realize Clubber Lang's kryptonite. I, uh, he gasses out. He puts it all out there in the beginning because that's how he's always won his fights. Um, but he's not... Uh, he's not the type of guy to go the distance. And so Rocky realizes this and instead does the stupid thing where he will take punches for the sake of tiring out clubber Lang. Although there is possible CTE issues. Yes. I was going to say,
0: doesn't take punches on the guard. Yeah. Doesn't shell up and take punches. Doesn't right. try to slip and avoid punches. Yep. Takes punches.
1: Yeah. Oh. oh, and by the way, that was the only time throughout the entire boxing match where there were three or four times you saw Rocky put up both arms, although he was still getting hit. He tried. There was some sort of effort being put in for blocking. I was proud of him.
0: Yeah. Um. I was excited to see it, too. I was like,
1: oh, it's a guard. <laughs> He did hear it. Wow. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, so, and that's, I'm sure everybody could guess at this point, because Rocky's the he's the good guy. He's the hero of the movie. You know, eventually, Clubber Lang gasses, he starts to gas out, and Rocky just starts wailing on him and knocks him out. Um, you know, the ref counts to 10. By the way... This is the first time Rocky has won by knockout. Oh. The first two, first no. two movies. No, 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 no. He... So the first movie he lost the fight against Apollo Creed. In the second movie, during the rematch, no, he
0: drawed against
1: Apollo Creed. Uh, no, he did lose. Um, but Apollo Creed didn't like that it was by decision and not a knockout, and that was the reason for the rematch, and that's what was bothering him the whole time. He was like. God damn it. I know it a, I won that fight, but it was because a draw. I, no, I'm telling you, we discussed it, bro. That was, that was literally the fire. That was uh, the fire that was lit for Apollo Creed. He d- could not stand the fact that he had won by decision when all of his other wins were by knockout. He, cause for him, that's an infracture. He was like, no, it needs to be a knockout. I want to face Rocky again. And that was literally the second movie. He won. He literally won. They announce it in the first movie. That's why he was cheering. Because they announced that he had won. But but it but it was by decision. Okay. Um and so the second movie, he wins by climbing the ropes. And it was like he outclimbed Apollo Creed by one second because then Apollo Creed gave out and fell. Would you consider that a knockout? Technically, that's, I don't, technically that's, a, I don't that's know. a yeah. Because if if Paulo didn't make the standing count, I'm pretty sure that was a knockout. Okay, so how how about this? We'll say that this was the first like proper knockout.
0: Well, I was gonna say in the montage of him fighting and defending the belt, I think he knocks everybody out.
1: Uh, right. Probably. See, I really don't count those though. Especially when you're being told throughout the, it's almost instilled like oh well those those fights were just kind of like eh, because I, I he's I think, knocked I think, out other opponents. I think what
0: you're meaning to say is this is the first meaningful theatrical knockout that we've seen from him in a primary. A fight. final
1: when it comes to the final fight of a Rocky movie. Yes, this was the first yes. time. This is where the first
0: definitive stamp that
1: like he kicked ass. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that was so that was interesting to see. Like, you, he, it's like wow, he threw a punch. He's still on his feet, and he won.
2: Yeah,
1: um, he won his he won his belt back. So he he again is the champion. Um, and then you know the it does the famous you know freeze frame thing. So you think the movie's going to end? Ah, but it doesn't. Ah, then you see the favor. <laughs> the favor being <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> the favor now comes into play, and you see um, both Apollo Creed and Rocky in these weird, which again, Rocky nor Apollo, for that matter, have ever worn these in any of the other movies. But they look like padded, yeah, boxing the wa- shorts,
0: yeah, the waist guards, yeah, yeah. It's to it's to protect uh, it's to protect like low blows
1: and like stomach shots. Oh, sure, 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 because. Yeah. They need the goods for later, right? For the promise. <laughs> the, the actual promise. No. Uh, so they get in there for... Um, it's like a secret, friendly rematch. That was the whole thing, too. It's like, no, i I you know, got to fight you one more time. Just whatever. And Rocky agrees to it. But while that scene happens... This, again, is questionable. Did you ever listen to the music that's being played? It's this, like, sexy... Like early 80s music that's just not appropriate for that scene and uh you know they're 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 in the ring though at this point and they're they're getting ready he's like all right ring that bell ding ding (laughs) and uh they both go to like swing at each other and then it freezes again and bam there goes the credits um so, yeah, through, again, I was kind of questioning Apollo's sexuality here and there for for certain things. Then it's like, okay, then you play the music, <laughs> sound guys, well played. I think you're just, I, I just not don't used. don't know.
0: Like, I don't think you're used. to Okay, so you know that Michael Jackson and Prince, like, fucked mad bitches, right? Like... <laughs> oh, sure. Right? And you know that, like, Prince dressed as, like... With, like, ruffled shirts and, like, and like flared bell-bottom silk pants. Right. right. And right. wore makeup. So, like, f- that time frame, like, the 80s, especially the early 80s, after the free love movement of the 70s, was a little bit open to, I think, defining... The prototypical imagery of what would be considered masculine or feminine. I well, think that's why there was
1: like hair metal bands too. You know.
0: Yes, exactly. Wearing makeup and long and long hair and everything. I think it was more of, it wasn't purely defined yet, right? Like mm. Brad Pitt from Fight Club wasn't seen at this point in time. <laughs> so like, this seriously, no, one hundred percent seriously. That that was like the huge, the huge thing, right? It was michael jackson and the hair metal bands and prince and all of that the the very effeminate nature wasn't considered i think to be super feminine at the time it was just considered to be like like you had queen right like granted yes i know like freddie was actually gay but you had queen in in that era doing operatic shit with mainstream music and it was considered fucking rock and roll so it was like There was so much fluidity, I think, in what people kind of had as a standard until Mm. something came along like Arnold fucking Schwarzenegger. Sure. Which fucking stamped it. And then Stallone, ironically enough, Stallone did it himself with Rambo. Yes. You know what I mean? And then Rambo and Stallone. And like that brought upon like the G.I. Joe type, like muscle bound person. And then, um,. That kinda switched over to the super cut version. I think Brad Pitt was the cause of that. Brad Pitt from Fight Club. Everybody wanted to have six pack abs. Everybody wanted the, the washboard tummy and all that shit, right? Like everybody wanted to be cut and defined. And then that then turned into fucking swole nation with Marvel. I think mm-hmm. when Marvel came out and it was look how look at Captain America's chest, look at Thor's arms. Like it it's turned back into like I'm you know I'm into fitness. All the mm-hmm. fitness stuff I follow, none of it is really about striation and like the the hydration levels for for looking cut. A lot of it is no, I'm fucking huge. I'm bulking, bulk season, baby. Hashtag bulk, hashtag yeah. eating. Like like it's all about just getting yoked like a motherfucker. Like yeah, yeah. we're in an era where Brian Shaw and and Eddie Hall and Robert O'Burst are are like this, these massive strongmen that are hitting hundreds and thousands of views on youtube now right like they're now getting mainstream looks for things they're in fucking commercials for like gorilla tape you know Mm -hmm. just being fucking yoked gigantic massive people thor like 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 half your bjornson the actual like thor character from game of thrones he's a strong man like he brought about a whole new imagery of well of like I want to be imagine if I was jacked like Thor became a thing, right? Like imagine if I could lift something like that and if I was that massive. And yeah, I personally think fitness culture in general has shifted into the right now being how much like strength can I have? Like how big are my muscles? And that's not necessarily defining, the, I think, the cultural identity of or societal identity of um. Like gender assigned stereotypes, but it's mm-hmm. definitely a huge part of it. Like one hundred percent, you think I don't look at like Thor from Marvel and think, "God damn, I wish I had his shoulders." Like, of course, he's fucking yoked. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he's fucking yeah. yoked. Of course, I'd be mean, badass. I would love it. That scene, that fu- Wolverine, Hugh Jackman coming out of the water and that scene, looking like a fucking demon. You think that didn't inspire some people to pull like a heavy deadlift? Like people were fucking jacked up on that shit, man. Like that shit came back into like this current era of what we have now. And I think what we have now, I think it's beginning to slowly fade into this entirely different, like, like wanting to be healthy is what I'm seeing. It's not Mm -hmm. so much like it's not so much like, oh, I need to bench 400 pounds. It's turning more into like, what's the healthiest thing for me to do? day to day what's the mobility routine that you're doing what's the like the like what's the diet you're on what's the meal prep you're doing what's the what's the like the health that you're focusing on like what's your gut biome what's your cognitive ability like what's your what are you, do you take nootropics like it's all this it's all it's it's turning into like biohacking it's all Ben Greenfield type shit of oh I'm going to biohack like I'm going to activate my heat shock proteins or I'm going to I found out that you know there's now studies about cold shock therapy or like increasing muscle mass by 15% over 12 hour periods per week for men over 30. Like yeah. they're like all that shit's now coming out. And that's now like the new kind of thing I see people turning to of like, Oh, but I can biohack by doing these things and it's nothing wrong, but it's just like, it goes back to Rocky three is weirdly in this flux of mm. not being defined in that. Because I saw, because I have short shorts because it's hot as shit working out in a garage in the summer, but I don't wear crop top tanks. And seeing <laughs> a crop top tank, I remember thinking, that's not standard gym wear that I've seen before for men. <laughs> why do you have that? Like I, I, I don't under. I understand why, why, why females have it, right? It's, it's, it's for, it's, it's for their cleavage and it's for airflow right but as a guy it's like you can just take off your tank top (laughs) (laughs) or you could have on a tank top so it's like and it's hiding the chest which Mm -hmm. (laughs) which for guys they want to show off guys don't want to show off their gut like that's the thing no guys don't like showing off their stomachs because most guys don't have fucking six pack abs (laughs)
2: like
0: if you have six pack abs you're like in the 10% of gym goers most people at the gym are their bulking, power lifting, heavy lifting, like, or they're just there because they want to be healthy for their doctor because their doctor's yelling at them and they're not there being like, I got to cut down to 15% hydration, about 15% body fat and got to get this level for this so I can have my, my abs being pop popping out. Yeah. You you're not going to see that at a gym now, right? Like you don't even see a lot of women wearing stuff like that in the gym now, you know, Sure. The ones you do are the ones that are wearing like the compression sports bra tops that are cut that are mm-hmm. wearing it, right? Because they are, that's what they want to show and that's what they've worked on and that's what they're working on. And, and like, yeah, so you're not wrong. I had similar, like, why is he wearing that? That's not functional. <laughs> yeah. I feel. Unless it's just you want airflow because it's so hot and, yeah, but you still need to cover your chest like i don't understand that like
1: again i mean i totally agree it's just it is what it is it was the early 80s but i don't think that was the thing around you know i don't think that was the thing around many buff men uh working out especially boxers you know i just felt like yeah i just got certain vibes <laughs> i i get what they were doing but man there were just some moments where it was like hmm made you go hmm (laughs) so so. all right that's
0: rocky three yeah this is that was rocky three this was one of (laughs) our longest episodes yes it was um so we're both in agreement on this one seven uh i i i would say seven and a half yeah seven and a half yep you know what? I'll give it seven I'll, I'll bump. I'll, I'll bump mine up by point five. I'll put a 0.5. five. I'll throw a point five in there. I'll throw a okay. throw a point five on this one. Seven point five. I'll take. Um, it definitely is my favorite Rocky movie. Okay. Um, we're in the eighties now, so we're gonna see what happens with mm-hmm. these eighty vibes. Um, yeah, man. We'll have. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Oh my god! I can't wait for
1: number four.
0: Uh, it's next, baby. It's next. Yep yep <laughs> all right all right Woo. signing off then okay
1: all right peace everyone
0: all right thanks for listening
1: later